0: hello hello america welcome back to season two of American girl to say that it is a crazy world we're living in is a bit of an understatement so this season i thought i would switch it up since everyone has time with this quarantine we're all under at the moment who would have thought a year ago i'd be saying that so this season i'll be presenting the podcast in both audio and and visual you'll find the podcast and audio on your usual podcast platforms but now you have the added bonus of a visual on youtube bear with me i'm just now jumping into this youtube game and respect to all the kids who have done it by themselves this whole time and a huge thank you to august riley for recording this week's episode in both the audio form and the visual form so it's only april but something tells me it's going to be an interesting year Thank you for tuning in
1: again. Let's buckle up for this wild ride. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Americon Girl. We're actually this season, we're going to be doing a little something more visual. And I want to reintroduce my beautiful and amazing co hosts, August and Sarah. Um, well, yeah, let's start off like, first of all, we are in a whole different world than when we left off from season one. We were worried about Game of Thrones, and now it's like... I'm forgetting. still worried about
2: Game of Thrones.
1: It feels like it's like... Okay, did you guys ever read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Of
3: course. Uh, okay,
1: yeah. you know how they go into Narnia, and it's like <laughs> they live, like, a whole lifetime, and then when they come back, a second was gone? I feel like we're living a whole, like, new lifetime and then it's gonna like wake up and we'll be like oh okay. interest <laughs> yeah exactly oh my gosh so obviously we're talking about the pandemic the COVID nineteen pandemic that has now engulfed the entire world um I woke up I saw the news I don't know if you guys saw this but we have two hundred thousand cases in the United States alone with 400, four hundred four thousand and three hundred deaths and It's just a really scary, scary time. 4,300 deaths reported as of today. These numbers are jumping and they're getting bigger. And the scary part is like the numbers just keep getting closer. I have a childhood friend whose grandfather passed away earlier this week um, and he just had symptoms, he went to the hospital, and like eight hours later he was gone. And that's the scary thing about it, is like there's people who are like, I saw they got symptoms, and then literally within days they're gone. And I I, that's just the part that honestly is like, it's the most frightening part, you know? And like once you get like positive, like they take you, like that's it. You can't say, okay, close up this stuff like do this for me it's like no no buy
2: or anything it's just like we gotta take them
1: and then you just have to hope that they're like come pick me up
2: but yeah i mean that's what happened at cedars so um i've been quarantined since like march 13th march 12th that was like my last day at my jaw office job And they basically sent us home because someone's uncle, no, someone's cousin from Italy came to visit his cousin, who is our office manager. And she, this is before, not before, this was like the first week of March. She came and like introduced him to everyone. He came into every single one of our offices, shook all of our hands. I like talked to him for like 10 minutes and he tested positive positive. Um, and so they, yeah. And so they had to close down our whole, it was literally like, she found out that he tested positive on the 12th and on the 13th, we had a meeting being like, you guys all need to go home right now. And so it was like, it was really, it was crazy. So the whole thing is that like, because of my autoimmune disease, I was like, um, I'm not trying to die today. So I called my team at USC. And they were like, well, USC doesn't have an ER. So we don't have any tests, but you need to go get tested. So I was like, okay, cool. So me and my friend Brandon, who was feeling like really shitty, I wasn't feeling bad at all. But I was like, I just don't even want to take a chance because I live with my boyfriend, right? So it's not like I can just quarantine myself. We live in a one bedroom. (laughs) And so um, we go to Cedars, they had these like hazmat tents in the parking lot outside of the ER where like we went in and told them why we were there and then we stood there and we went to go sit down in the ER chairs and they're like can you wait outside and I was like what? and they're like yeah here's a mask and gloves please go wait outside we walk outside it was like literally the walking dead like there are people also like people really sick and then people kind of sick covered in like mask and gloves and then there's doctors wearing like full gear trying to get everyone into these hazmat tents the test feels horrible, just so you know, if you have to, like, go, they literally stick this thing all the way up your nose. And I've had a flu test before, and this was, like, next level. They, like, stuck it all the way to the back of your nostril and then twisted it around. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, that alone is enough to get me to stay inside.
3: Like, it literally, like, it looks like it touches your thoughts. Yes. No,
2: ma'am. I like, just, it is, I, uh, I all the way. <laughs> and if I hadn't seen that diagram that's floating around, I honestly thought it touched your brain. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: I honestly, it probably did. That's what it felt like. And like they, the one, cause I've had a flu test before, which is kind of the same thing. They basically just like stick a Q-tip up your nose and twist it around. But this had like bristles on the end of it. And like, it was like a brush, like to get everything. And so I'm, he's like, the doctor's like, okay, so this is like gonna hurt and like, you'll tear up. And I was like, oh, I've had a flu test before. He's like, uh, no, like you're, you're going to cry. So I just want you to like, no. And I was like, okay, he does it. And my eyes just start pouring. Like, it wasn't like I was crying, like, oh my God, I hurt so bad. Literally like the reaction of like the pain in my nose made my eyes start like flowing down my face. It was. Wow. So um, I don't have it. So there's that
3: but you're very fortunate that
2: you got to get tested exactly like, I think the only, yeah yeah I think it was that's, the only reason why I got tested is because I have an immune problem and so they were like if she has it and yeah. we sent her home like that's that's not good so I think that's yeah, all- not
3: downtown LA um I'm not gonna talk about my medical history that's great that you're talking about yours I just we got denied to with pre-existing conditions are you it's serious just like you have to was- yeah, you have to be running a 101 fever from this clinic that was saying 101 fever for three days before you can get tested.
1: Are you serious? That is correct. At it. That, point, so what?
3: that situation that you're saying, like it's you got to go. The fact that they even gave you a mask and gloves, of course, it's a shitty situation. But that itself is like the creme de la creme of service in the United States. That's not happening.
2: Cedar Sinai, everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know <what> I mean. <laughs> But, but that's like, I mean,
1: like, that's the scary part is like, it is wild to me that we don't have free testing for that, that it literally is, it's literally a global pandemic and America's still like, how can we make money off of this? Like, literally, how can we make fucking money off of this?
2: I haven't gotten a bill for what it's worth. And I did get an email from my insurance being like, COVID-19 testing is free, but like, I went to the ER before they sent that email out, so I'm like waiting for like a thousand dollar bill. Like, <laughs>
1: no, yeah, no, no, you better contest that. Shit. Oh my god, for real? No, because like, and that's but that's like the thing that's like scary is like the fact that like the U.S. is still like okay, we're still a capitalist country, guys. Let's figure this out. Like here in LA, there was a 17 year old who was denied even any sort of testing because he didn't have health insurance and he went home and died 17 years old because he didn't have health insurance it's just it's wild to me like this this virus has exposed so much about our country and like the people who run it and the people who have money I have never hated the rich as much as I do now like real talk like I'm just like like, okay, so everyone's talking about how Mark Zuckerberg is paying $25 million to help with the research for COVID-19. $25 million is only 0.4% of his entire bank account, you know? And I'm just like, just $25
2: million, Really? Like, well, it's literally
1: a drop in the bucket.
2: Okay, you're going to get mad at me for saying this, but it's $25 million. Like...
1: No, of course it is. Yeah, no, I'm not, I feel like saying, oh, that's nothing. But it's like, we need so much more. Like, we need ventilators, we need PPEs, we need masks, gloves, like, you know, and I don't know, these celebs are just like, here's one million, here's one, and I'm like, you're a billionaire.
3: I kind of agree with um, Ariana, actually. I don't think that the amount of millions is what's going to help us it's like the amount of science and like unity that's going to help us. Because whatever the scientists have said, you still need bills to pass. You still need Donald Trump to like allow things to happen. So it could be, all of Mark Zuckerberg's, well, I'm not rooting for him. No, I'm not. I, but I I'm do kind of fan agree fan of fan that, fan like, fan not, but <laughs> right, like, I'm, I'm not the only like billionaire that I'm kind of like, okay, he's actually helped eradicate diseases, is doing things is Bill Gates. I will fight for Bill Gates. I think. Yeah. he's doing a, he's actually a great philanthropist, like that's amazing. But of course, there's always one. But I get it, like saying like only 25 million is this much of his wealth is such a like thing like it's such a quick way to be like ah and like it's there's so many more other layers to that no i'm not pro zuckerberg absolutely not but i I get it you're not pro mark
2: zuckerberg on this podcast (laughs) yeah
3: no because you have to say it out otherwise people are gonna be like what kind of podcast is this or show whatever the hell this is now but (laughs) um I get what you're saying, though. Like, it's 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 super angering, but I don't think that that's going to help us get it. Yeah. Clear. Like, we still want to have to the common cold. But, yeah, it's, it's, uh... You guys just get the notification. It's crazy. Yeah,
2: I saw that, too. Yeah,
3: I,
0: did
2: I it was going to, like, set a thing and be like, guys, let's handle this, but now let's restart now. Okay. So, I yeah, I mean, I feel like... Mm, All the donations, like, we need any donations. And the other thing, I saw this really funny thing as I see everything on Twitter. And this is what changed my mind about the whole, like, getting upset about certain people donating, like, minuscule amounts of percentages of their wealth. I don't want to say minuscule amounts because $25 million is a lot of money. But – I saw this minuscule for um, that. Correct. But it's wild. Yeah. It's wild because it's still minuscule to them. You know? Yes. It's, it's, like, yeah. Well, wild. someone tweeted and was like, Oh, well, this is the equivalent of me donating five dollars. And someone was like, Well, did you donate five dollars?
3: Yeah, and yeah. And
2: yeah. Was like, he was like, yeah. Well, that's not the point. She's like, No, that that is the point. Like that's that exactly. is literally the point. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: I agree with you. I agree with.
2: You. So I no, I'm not a billionaire like be, on this podcast. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but but you did bring up a good point that, you know, we all should be pitching what we can in, you know, whether it is 25 million or five cents, you know, yeah. it's like all of us should like be doing something actively about getting research done for this virus. Um, I was going to say um, there's like a, I sound like that little kid. When you, and you, can you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say that they're like Elon Musk. And I just feel like Elon Musk and like all these people that have money, like they were complaining about it. And then now they're like, okay, yeah, we're making ventilators now for you guys. No, Hold Elon
3: Musk was one of the first. Again, I sound pro-billionaire. But <laughs> he was one of the first. Why <laughs> he was- wasn't like, we're not going to tour. He was like, he was like, we're going to do ventilators. And he did. From the beginning, and I responded to and you. You did. A, and I was a, like, um, I was clear. like, I'm
1: not going to respond to Sarah until I get the receipts on this.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but what I'm to say but is I never. That actually, I'm not going to just make my uh, like become outraged over 160 characters sentence. Like you have to read up more on it before you get your opinion and start like you know like riding in the streets. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah.
2: like the sometimes riding riots, in the streets is completely. Today
1: is actually, yeah. Yeah. Now, I was going to say, speaking of riots, so today is actually April 1st. It's a rent for many people. And I know that there's supposed to be a rent strike happening. And this is the thing is, again, America, you have countries like France, Canada, all these like European countries that are like, okay, guys, mortgage, rent, don't worry about it. This is something we can't handle right now. Just relax for a second. Nobody can work. You're... And then America's like, what? What did you say? <laughs> like, rent? <laughs> They're like, no one's, talk- no one's talking about it. No one's addressing it. It's like, so guys, do we have to pay rent? Guys, 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 do we have to pay rent? And that's, like, that's what I'm scared of is, like, after the 5th, when people aren't able to pay rent and, like, pay for their livelihood, that's, like, when the riots will.
2: Start, you know, like well in my, my apartment complex, we're talking about. I mean, yeah, I mean, in my apartment complex, in the elevator, people, someone posted like a little sticker thing and was like, "We're not paying rent on this." Is a like if we all band together, kind of thing. And I read it and I was like, "Okay." As I went home and I was like, "I mean, like, because I'm on salary. I'm all I'm doing is working from home, so like my situation's like totally different from other people's situations. So, like, completely empathize yeah. with and re- recognize that I'm like not in their boat. But I came home and I was like, so Monty, are we like paying rent on Wednesday? And we like talked about it. And I was like, I mean, honestly, what are they going to do if you don't? Like, what are they going to do? Nothing. I mean, I thought it was really ballsy of my student loan provider to, um, send an email out being like, um, it was like the day that they posted, like, or the day that they posted, the day that they announced that, um, student loan payments were going to be, like, not going. I got an email from my student loan, like, supervisor person being like, Ariana, your payment is due. I was like, some fucking balls. You guys have some balls. Like, because it was like, they announced that and then they that email being a, like a payment reminder being like, oh, maybe some people wouldn't have seen the news yet and just paid it. I hate them. I hate them so much. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yo, that is just so, pumped. yeah, exactly. Let's it was literally like know, that hour. need this person... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're like, "Hold on." I actively did uh, not so pack. I just wanted to I nice amazing oh. president. <laughs> Good. Uh. Um I was going to talk about Okay, so what do you guys think about our amazing president's job? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Kind okay. Of this? this is how I feel about it,
1: again, it because we have to laugh about this to to survive. But
3: it makes me want to touch my face. That's what it makes me want to do.
1: Like, it's just one of those things like you knew about this in January. He you knew about it in would... November. In November? Yes. Uh, <laughs> now that's... now I'm now I'm mad. <laughs> like, it's just it's just so horrifying, like how he was like, it's a hoax. This is like, okay, real talk. Like I went to north carolina in the beginning of march for my sister's uh wedding and congratulations my lips huh congratulations thank you yeah no it was okay so it was supposed to be okay so in islam we have a nikah which is where you do like the vows and my sister wanted it to be like that was like the big thing so she could have a smaller wedding but like no one from our family could come i came early that's why i was able to attend but like my grandmother, my cousins, my aunts. So it was literally just her husband's side and then our family. And then our one set of cousins um, that live in North Carolina. And what I was saying is like my Lyft driver, she's like, her name was Rhonda. And she was like, I just don't know. Like, I think it's just the flu. And like, uh, I, you know, I just feel like this is just what people want. Cause they don't want to vote for Trump again. And I was like, I was like, I don't know if you need to know this, but this virus is, like, the great equalizer. Right now, at this moment, this is not a political thing. Yeah. This has nothing to do with the fucking Democrats who don't care about you. I just want to let you know, Rhonda, or the Republicans who don't actually care about you. Like, this is literally killing us all. And she was like... I just don't understand, like, universal health care. Like, how do the doctors get paid? And I'm like, this is what we're dealing with as a country, you know? Like, this is why people are still in on the beaches in Florida. This is why people are still on the beaches in California. And I'm just like, what?
2: How? I, I've been doing – So I feel like everyone who listens knows that I grew up in Florida for, like, a long time. And so my Facebook feed is, like – the Floridian news for my friends who live in LA. Like they don't under, and it's funny because like in LA, it's like everyone's mad. Everyone's on the same page, blah, blah, blah. But then I look on my Facebook feed and it's a whole nother. There's this kid who went to my high school and I'm just like, where did we go? We went to the same high school. We know each other. Where did the disconnect? I don't, he is posting, uh, just like, if you want to post about coronavirus and how you're staying home, just delete me because I'm not letting martial law take over. I was like, listen, you, sir. Wait, how I-
3: did he spell martial though? Did he spell it like Marshall Mathers or no? Yes, he how- did.
2: Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. I, no, I was time. like, I've
3: seen two how people you? talking about martial law today. Yeah, everyone that's mad about martial law spells it like Marshall Mathers. Bye. No, I, I that's why I was gonna tweet, I was like, if you spell
1: martial law like Marshall Mathers, I'm not taking you seriously.
3: Or so. quarantine with an E, bitch. There's no E. <laughs> like, everyone's is mad m- about coronavirus, I'm mad about the spelling in this country. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a privileged world we live in, oh my god. Um. Uh, I was going to say also, like, President Trump was also tweeting about Meghan Markle, and I'm just like...
3: The nerve. Are I'm we going like, to
2: unpack that now? Are we going to unpack that? Are we going okay. Has everyone said everything they need to say about coronavirus? Because I... Yeah.
1: <laughs> because, okay, wait. I just want... Before we get into it, I wanted to say, I was going to... I actually asked Ariana, I was like, listen, can you be like our Meghan Markle correspondent? Because it'll, it'll be perfect, and... I would just want to say, like, Donald Trump literally ruined the news that our American princess was moving to L.A. I was like, wait, she's moving to L.A., guys. She's moving to L.A.
2: So for everyone else, I I have, like, loved Meghan Markle because I, when I was in law school, when I was taking the LSAT when I was still in Florida and getting ready to apply for law schools, that's when Suits, like, came out. So mm-hmm. I – was yeah, like obsessed yeah. with her and the show and everything. Like I love her so much. And like also she has she was like, that big. She that I love I, I loved the show. And also I loved her. Like I followed the Tig. I was like all in it, like all of it. I was obsessed yeah, with it. Like,
1: wait, cause I never watched this show, but I would watch like anytime it came on, I was like, I need to see her. She's, I need and to see she
2: Megan. was a star. You were
3: like, she's uh, yeah, you just know. She, she just has know. it. So yeah, absolutely.
2: chat. So um, for those of you who don't uh, dip your toes in the deep recesses of Twitter, I do. And there's a whole Megxit movement um, of old white English white ladies who are just big mad about everything. And I have watched this since literally like the wedding. I won't even say the wedding. It was like it all went downhill after she got pregnant. And then it was just, like, this pile-on of just, like, everything. Is that
1: when it turned on her? Because I, I couldn't remember how it began to turn
2: on.
3: I remember. So like, I feel like it was at the engagement. That's when it got really nasty,
2: really racist, okay. really, really. Everyone thinks that, but it gets progressively worse on, like, social media that the, the regular news doesn't cover. Like, it was like, okay, when she got engaged, everyone was like, and said said rude things, got off their jokes, said all whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then while we – on the lead up to the wedding, everyone was, like, at least pretending like they were excited about about her. Fine. I'll, I'm going to say pretending because it was the same motherfuckers who were out, like, cheering about how great she's going to be that are writing articles in The Sun talking shit. So anyway. So then it was, like, after the wedding, things got, like, progressively more negative, And then mm-hmm. this – the – birthing mishap happens, and I put that in quotes because I think this is absolute bullshit. This is what happened. Oh. She goes into labor at like midnight, uh-huh. and she gave birth at literally like 4.30 in the morning or something like that, and the whole okay. the original plan was that they were supposed to tell the press after she gave birth because they didn't want to do the whole like walk outside like all the shit but they were going to tell them immediately after the hiccup happened is that she gave birth at four o'clock in the morning some something the queen has to be the first one to get told she doesn't wake up till seven thirty in the morning 8 30 in the morning so they were sitting there like okay, like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And so they called. This is all, like, background. So, like, whatever. You, like, don't know all the details are right. But they called and called and called. And no one was picking up at Buckingham Palace. So they waited until she woke up. And then it was, like, everything happened at once. They told the queen. And then they immediately told the press immediately after. But by then, her baby had been born for, like, five, six, seven hours at that point. So they got Uh mad about that, saying that they got, like, tricked by her because they – whatever. And then after that- it Wait, was, who's they? The public? The, no, the, the press. The, the press. Are you? Okay. Because like they the Pierce
3: Morgans. Things. The Pierce yeah. Morgans.
2: Yeah. It's like they wanted their little coin for the like exclusive photo, the blah, blah, blah. That, that's why they were mad. So after that, it was like a progressive, just every single thing she did. it She could literally go out and be like, guys- I cured cancer. And they would be like, How much money did you spend of of, of taxpayer dollars to cu- get up here and tell us that? <laughs> like it was, it was like,
1: like divorce say divorcing Megan Markle. Yeah, they'd be
2: like <laughs> taxpayers, Black bitch, Meghan Markle came out here and had the audacity yeah. to cure cancer before yeah. white people. That would literally, that was literally Yeah. yeah. It was so uh, bad. And it was like, so then this is where the whole like her basically running away and where Donald Trump comes into it. So things got really, really bad. Um, And the rumor is, and I think Sarah knows about this. I've seen her like, like a few tweets about it, but like that Kate and her mom and the whole situation over there, they were like real big threatened by her because let's just state some facts. She's more interesting. She's, she's, yeah she's more interesting she's you know educated and also like more what's what I'm looking for she has more of like an international appeal because she's not from England she's just not so it's more like America is more interested in her than we are in Kate Middleton because it's like well she grew up in LA I live in LA like of course I'm gonna be more interested and the rumor is is that they like not it's not even a rumor actually there's like an article written about this about how like a lot of the negative stories about her came from her, from the royal family, like straight up. Are you because, serious? Yeah, like and her own father and her own, and her yeah, own daddy. Which dad I wasn't out of even, which and I her dad. Yeah, her
3: siblings and her siblings. Like it's it, it's it's awful. It was awful.
2: Like she, her I own. What like did her like sister her dad, say, Sarah? Though?
3: I don't know. There's a, what didn't she say? She's given interviews to the news. Like, she's been on camera and been yeah. like, she's always been like this. She's always been problematic. Like, she is multiple times, like, sided with the father who's straight up reading books about, like, British monarchy. How can I, like... Yeah. yeah.
1: And well, it's- I feel like the British tabloid love that. Like, they love oh, yeah. family members that are ready to be like, yeah, let me give you the tea. And it's like, you guys were never part of her life. Like, Honestly,
2: like I'm someone who has like a um, mixed family where it was like, you know, people had their own like families and then my family came together. So I have people in my family who are my first cousins who I never have ever spoken to in my entire life. So if something happened to me and they got on the news and they were like, oh, yeah, this, that and that, it's like you don't – we are barely friends.
3: Like, like Ariana always yeah. kept us in the dark. She never wanted to be involved with us. We weren't invited to her wedding or what, not that you're ma- I don't know if you're not married. No, exactly. But like,
2: <laughs> like I I guarantee yeah. you that that's exactly what ha- they were mad. This is this yeah. is what it seems like is that they thought that they were going to have a big come up because of her and when she was like I don't know you then it became like a whole turnaround because if you go back and look at the things that her sister said at first, when the engagement happened, they were like, we're so excited. We're And then slowly as it became known that she wasn't going to invite them. And also same thing with Piers Morgan. If you go back and look at all the things he was saying in 2017, 2016, he was like, she's so great. Oh my God, how excited we are to have someone with a college degree and da, 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 blah, blah. And then as soon as he didn't get his invite in the mail, he was like that bitch, like, I'm not joking. Clockwork.
1: Yeah. Okay. I I hate Pierce Morgan. I hate her sister Samantha. Oh my god. So the like more, the fact that I know her sister's name, I'm like, I don't want you in my life. Like, this. right? So this like, is why the, are you part of the Meghan Markle narrative? Like, it's so annoying. so annoying. Like, I would like
2: to be excluded from this narrative. So
1: um, exactly. Like, so the way this exclude the, yourself, please.
2: Yes. So the way that Trump and like Sarah, you can like talk about it also, but like in the. In Twitterverse, you see that it's, like, a lot of older, white, Republican people. I'll say conservative because they are- are Straight up. Like, I'm- She- Literally, they are ready. When she does anything, they're like, like, I'm not joking. They are so in her life. And it's, yeah. like, for someone who hates someone so much, you guys are, like, real about it. And this is what I've realized is like the more yeah. conservative these women are, the more happy they are to hate her. And I really tried to think about like, what are, what are the other reasons besides racism? Cause that's the other thing is they would get really mad if you called them racist or anything. So I was like, okay, what are the other reasons for you to not like her? And I'm like, she has not given you a single reason to be mad. And in fact, as you guys have complained about things, she has fixed those things. For example, you guys were upset that she didn't tell you about her son being born on time, which by the way, it's none of your fucking business, but let's start there. Exactly. So then, so then she uploaded a really cute picture on Mother's Day of like his little feet or something and it was like a really pretty picture and they roasted her for it. And it was like, you guys were just mad that she didn't share enough with you. And now you're upset that she shared a, a picture of him. I don't understand. And then it was like, Oh, yeah. we're, we're upset that you, you guys um, spent so much money on your house. And she's like, oh, okay. Well like, then we'll, we'll put my money into the house and you guys can just have it back. And they're like, well, they should even be living there anyway. And it's like, what, where do you want her to live? The streets? Like, I don't understand. Like she can't rent an apartment in Soho. Like I don't understand. Like, yeah. and And so like more and more she would do what they wanted. And this is the thing that just gave, I gave up on it was this is the point where they were like, we hate her. She's too woke for this. Blah, 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 blah. And so she was like, okay, cool. Like if you guys don't want me to be part of this whole situation, we out. And then they're like, how dare she leave? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. How dare she disrespect the queen? The queen is like sent out two memos. She's like, it's,
2: The queen was literally like, we don't give a fuck. Like, she literally (laughs) ended the memo. That's basically what she said. was like...
1: "That's was like my biggest thing. Like, like, okay, guys, real talk. Like, how does the queen feel about this? Because if she doesn't give a fuck, why are y'all getting twisted about this?
3: Like,
2: literally. repeatedly said that she doesn't give a fuck. Like, repeatedly. was like, I love them. They can go wherever they want. I don't care. Like, I
3: think the only thing, just like you were trying to, like, figure out what it is, if it's not racism, which it is. It is. Spot. Yeah, it is. Spot um, twist. It, it is. is. <laughs> right. The only other thing would be like it's disrupting the history, like of repetition and tradition and all of that, but that's the only that's the only explanation. And no, it's not a real explanation.
2: And the thing yeah. is like you're her other her other grandchildren, the princesses who don't no offense, like they do stuff, but like they have real jobs and like they're real people and like one of them has her own like per- personal Instagram. Like that's verified and yeah. everything.: How call can you-
3: me when we hold Prince Charles accountable for literally anything? That's when you can call me?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I don't it's just it's stupid. And so the reason why I think Trump tweeted about it is because a lot of white conservative people don't like her. And so for him to go out of absolutely nowhere on a day where the press was really bad for him to say this about her it was very clear that he was like let me start up another conversation he does this like he does this thing where it's like oh shit's really bad for him in this arena so he tweets something completely ridiculous so that we all spend time like I just did talking about this yeah
3: (laughs) Yeah. he's gonna talk about guns next like you should all have a gun in your house
2: yeah yeah it's like clockwork and it's so annoying because I feel bad because I feel bad because this is her whole home like this is where she is from and for her to leave the UK because of how she was being treated there and then to come home to her home where she is from, she is an American citizen, and for the president of the United States to put your name in his mouth about some dumb shit that you didn't even ask for. Like she didn't ask yeah. for the U- for the US to pay for her. First of all, why would they? Yeah. Second... <laughs> Who at, No one said anything about it. And then third, like, literally,
1: no one, nobody, literally, no one. I mean, that's like, what
3: it is.
2: It's like nobody, go,
1: Donald Trump.
3: Yeah, for her to go anywhere though, the California bubble has got has got to be the best. We're that's going like, to welcome her back. We're going to literally like, we're, we are all celebrating that she's here. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's the other thing is well that, like, people <laughs> people who don't live in L. A. don't realize like, no, like famous people can literally go to the grocery store and it's like, oh, there's so-and-so and and just keep it moving. And I don't think people who don't live here realize that, that I'm sure they moved back. Well, one, they moved back to LA for one major reason, which is that they are not Canadian citizens. So they cannot just like, oh, we're going to stay here forever. She's not working. The only reason why she was able to stay in Canada in the first place is because she shoots, uh, she shoots there. She works there or works. But now it's like there's no reason for them to be staying there. So they can't – they can't live there. So there's there's two options. It's where he's from or where she's from, and that's here. So where else are they going to go? Yeah. I,
1: exactly. I, I,
2: don't, I don't understand. And,
1: like, let's be – yeah, and it's exactly what you said. Like, we literally – L.A. alone, just the city of L.A. would protect her ass, let okay, alone yeah. California and America. <laughs> oh. So it's just like – I just remember when she first started dating, okay, so after she gave birth, she was doing an interview, and she was just like, you know, um, when I first started dating Harry, all my British friends were like, trust me, it's not worth it, you don't want to deal with the tabloids. And I felt like, as an American, and I'm sure also her as an American, she's like, come on, it's not as bad as America. And then she said after, she's like, no, but, and then she got serious and she was like, but now I see, like, it's very serious here. And I was like, what did they do to you? Like, what did right? they do to you in England? Like, how bad is this tabloid? I So I, the, the biggest thing is when I try to understand British culture, I cannot comprehend how bad tabloid culture is. And that's a good segue. Cause like, I was going to talk about Caroline Flack, the host of Love Island. Yeah. And she actually committed suicide February 15th. I'm, Still, as they say in England, I'm gutted about it because I, all of her pictures, like she was happy, you would never see that. But all my friends who are British were like, no, the tabloids used to go in on her every day. She had just gotten an altercation with her boyfriend in December or November. So instead of coming back for the winter edition, they gave it to um, the narrator's girlfriend, who's also friends with Caroline, and it was like a good baton pass. And then I was at work and like, I got the text that she had died and I was in shock. I was like, this can't be happening. And again, everyone was just like, oh, it's a tabloid culture. And when I asked my British friends about it, they're like, you know, there was like this page uh, three girl, I guess, which is like the topless girl in the magazines because yeah. you know, Europe is lax. Jordan, um, her name was Katie Price, but it, her nickname you was Jordan. You talked about
3: episode. her in another episode too. Huh? You talked about her in another episode too. I know. Okay,
1: yeah. She, okay, so she was like, her her son, her first son, was born special needs. He's mixed race, and um, when he was like six or eight, the tabloids would talk about how he's going to rape his mom when he gets older. And I'm like, can you imagine? Can you imagine anyone in America talking about anyone's child? who is also, what do you call, like, I I brought up mixed race because I do bring that up too, like, as another thing to offend, to be offensive about. And I'm just like, wow, you guys literally have, like, no bars at all, (laughs) like, of levels of, like, control in the tabloids. Like, everything is, like, all bets are off. Like, I was really trying
2: to, like, analyze the difference between American tabloid culture and British tabloid culture. And I think there's, like, two key differences. One, in America, the the general public are like, oh, huh, it's tabloids and just like move on. It's like, it, it could literally say the, and we just are like, okay, well, it's whatever. It's the National Enquirer. So like, whatever. And we just move on yeah. about our life. But in England, like they take, like, if it says so-and-so did something on the cover of the sun, they're like, oh, it's true. And it's like, I think there's so many more tabloids there also that get taken a lot more seriously. Um And I think that also their like legitimate news sources go into that like gossipy column thing that like uh, yeah. like the Washington Post is not going to do an article about Meghan Markle and her not being on time about giving birth. Yeah. Like they're not; they're just not. Her, like wearing a dress again, like repeating is, like yeah,
3: main headline
2: British tabloids. <laughs> yeah, like and so it's like <clears throat> they would never do that. So we don't. So America doesn't really care. And the second thing is that. Um, our and this goes into like legal stuff, but like our defamation laws are a lot more um what's what I'm looking for stringent than theirs are. So you can say some shit that's just absolutely mm-hmm. not true and publish it and in the UK they're like, uh eh. whereas here you can sue someone for lying about you in a publication. Yeah. Whereas it's like it's a lot harder to do that in England. So because of that, they have this um culture of just like well, we don't know if it's true, but someone, someone said it was. So, and that's enough. Whereas here it's like, no, you need to have like three sources and it has to be like three independent sources. Like they don't know each other and like, like that kind of stuff. And so here, like it's just very different. And I, I felt so bad for her because like, I know what it's like. I feel like all women do to an extent, but like, I was really bullied when I was younger and I know what it feels like to just be trying to do something nice and it always gets turned into like what people want you to be like versus like what you're actually doing and they would take everything she did and pull it into something negative like there was one article which I think was like the Daily Mail that said um, oh the flowers in Meghan Markle's uh, bouquet they put Princess Charlotte in danger and it was, like, because she used, I think, like, Lily of the Valley in her, in her bouquet. And that's poisonous if you eat it. And it's, like, having Lily of the Valley in the bouquet is, like, part of their, like, tradition. So, like, she had to have it. And so did Kate. And yeah. so did the Queen. But, like, they conveniently left all that out. And it's, like, how do you, how, how do you in good faith publish things like that? And then you just, like, feed that to people, like, I, f- I feel bad saying people like, but people like Donald Trump who are like, oh, well, I need something to say today. So, and just, it's, yeah. it made me really mad. I felt really bad for her because it's like, damn, she left.
1: Well, it, it's also like, when you said that, I just like realized also, like, of course, like being, uh, I'm sure Sarah, like you can understand this too, like being Basie of like Indian, Pakistani, Bengali, Sri Lankan descent. Um, we have like the concept, like if you guys watch, Hassan Minhaj, he talks about it. It's called Kenge," which means what people think. And I realized, like, that's where it comes from, is, like, the fact that, like, England, the great colonizer of the world, had this concept of, like... The great colonizer of
3: this, us, literally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, now I get it. It's literally, like, l- like, what will people think, like, if you're on the cover, and it's, like, you picked a flower that could have killed one of our princesses. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, if she's not like,
2: also one of your princesses? Because she is. Yeah,
1: li- yeah, exactly. In yeah. fact, she's number two princess right now.
2: Like, I don't know who's counting, like, but she bumped
1: up. <laughs> it's like also Princess Charlotte. Like, where are you on the line? Okay, okay. <laughs> like, it's like, and that's what it is. Like, people are just mad that she literally, Meghan Markle and her baby Archie literally bumped themselves up. You know. And, like the fact that like God forbid, if anything happened to the middleton Windsor kids, like you have little Prince Archie as
2: the next king of England they' just, like don't they I think that they also are very used to uh a a not I don't want to say a queen concert she's never going to be queen that was that was the other thing that irritated me I was like she's never going to be that important, honestly, I know that sounds really bad, but like it, she was yeah zero percent, but like I think they're very much used to like the, oh, like, let's go cut a ribbon and like give an interview and then leave kind of thing where she's like, oh, well, I have a project for this and an idea for that. And they were just like, well, we don't do that here. Like, I think one of the first negative articles I saw about her was that she gets up at 530 and sends emails to people and that annoys people. And I was like, I get up at five o'clock every morning. And like, if there's an email that you sent to me last night, I'm like, like, That doesn't mean you need to answer it. Like, I just, that's why I'm answering emails.
1: I just, I don't understand. Well, I mean, obviously, it's what it, let's call it what it is. They're just racist and they want to find a reason. And she's like, everything that, everything that they should celebrate, they, like, rip it apart. The fact that she's American, the fact that she's Black, the fact that she's, you know, educated. And it's like, Kate, I'm really actually surprised at Kate Middleton and her mom like, set this shit up, to. But, like, why are you threatened, Kate? You're gonna be queen. Like, why, like, how petty are you, homie?
2: But. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I don't know why, I, don't. I, No,
3: go ahead. What were you gonna say? I, I don't, I think that Kate is actually d- taking the right steps by just showing by her actions. She doesn't really say anything to the press, and she's, you know what, I, like, I think attacking Kate Middleton is doing the same thing, like, it's, like, the same concept of attacking Megan for, some, like, making something out of nothing. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, no, I'm I not going to... I think... Yeah. Like, in my
1: heart of hearts, I believe that Kate and Kate and Megan are friends, and that they actually, like, I don't think they're best friends, but I think they're definitely sister-in-laws that actually get along with each other.
2: And I feel like the press tries to, like, Make something that there's not, that's what I really think, right. yeah, yeah, because
3: that's like a tale as old as time. Is sister in law
2: fighting. it's stupid, yeah, it's really stupid and it's old, and I'm tired. It, the other problems with her cheating husband, like, I, know, mean, I wasn't to say it, I wasn't gonna say it, I was not going to yeah,
3: say it. She was like, deeper Guys, guys, like,
2: forget the cheating husband, let's
1: talk about. Your, uh, his uncle who happens to be a pedophile. Oh you
2: know? no! Oh my like, god! Like <laughs> throw the whole family away. Throw the whole family away. All of them. Just go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like Harry, Harry, and would it go? Megan, you can stay. The munchkin can, can stay. You can
3: stay. You but can absolutely stay in Los Angeles forever just, and ever.
1: Yeah. Like real talk. Like as soon as like the allegations against Prince Edward,
2: Prince Andrews
1: came out, everybody had something to say about Megan. I was like, guys, why are we not talking about this? That was guys.
2: the other thing is they were, like, lining up. And I actually – so, like, the article that talked about how, like, all of their negative stories uh, come from in the house is that I don't think that they meant, like, wh- what we were talking about, Sarah. Like, I don't think it's, like, Kate being like, let me call up the sun. Like, it's I don't think it's that. It's that – it's, like, they have really large teams of people who work for that. And so it's, yeah. like, people, yeah. like, an intern who could just say, not even meaning it to be, like, oh, I'm talking shit, being, like, oh, yesterday I, like, had an email from her at, like, 5.30 in the morning, and I was, like, why are you emailing me at 5.30 in the morning? Like, we've all said things like that, but then because of how the tabloid culture yeah. is there, it's, like, she sends emails at 5.30 in the morning, annoying interns. Like, you, you see what yeah. I mean? And I think that's, like, yeah. yeah. where it comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm totally not <sighs> mad about it. <laughs> yeah, in
1: fact, I love that you're coming to LA, Megan. And I can't wait, actually. I okay. I just hope that there's a vaccine so we can run into each other before then. <laughs> yeah,
2: because it's, uh, inside sucks.
1: <laughs> I just feel, OK, I'm, we're going to end this uh, back on COVID-19, but more of a positive note. So this season, I want to, because this virus is honestly, it's ruining everything. Um, I know a lot of people, myself included, we're just living with a lot of anxiety and paranoia. I've tried to do like that fast where you're like, oh, I'm not going to go on the news. But I, it's like habit. Literally, as soon as I wake up, it's like, all right, what's the what's the death toll today? You know, how many, how many is it? How is my family doing? Who's here? You know? Um, I think that we should definitely, um, going forward just for this season, we'll find like stories that, of people, positive stories of what's happening.
3: Oh, like John Kazinski did with the Some Good News show that he started on YouTube. That yeah. was so wholesome. That was so cute. And that was so it. necessary. It was like the light of my week. It was so nice. It was so great. Yeah, okay. and so
1: I I didn't even know about this. Now we have some I'll link. Send you have something I the link. to check it out. I yeah. I was telling Ariana like I think it's just so interesting to see how this how we're adapting to it. How it's honestly, I'm I'm curious, and I'm, the one thing I'm excited about is to see how this pandemic and how this lockdown is changing culture as we know it. Like the Jimmy Kimmel Show, the Jimmy Fallon Show. I've never seen their kids before. Now we're in their home. And it's literally them Skyping, like
3: what we're
2: doing right yeah, now. Doing so it. I'm just the like, okay,
3: like,
1: so, yeah, it's like we can all have our
2: own. We're all putting our shows out on the internet now. Haha. Ha.
3: Yeah. yeah. And, I was like, live with my husband. I used to, like, I was like, whatever. Everyone's mad about it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> On camera, watch it if you're bored, right? (laughs) Exactly. And
1: the thing is, like, I just wish that people. First, let's talk about how serious this lockdown is, and I wish people would take it seriously. There's still people going, like, they just. I think uh, shut down the canyons in LA this week, but it's just like, why? If you go outside, because they didn't stop us from taking a walk. But if you go outside to take a walk and you see like a whole bunch of people, why are you not taking like the hey, let me step away six feet at least from them. I went over on yesterday,
2: hunting? and all you have to do is cross the street. All I did was like, oh, there's a person on the sidewalk. They're yeah. walking. I'm running. I agree. Just and, cross
3: the And like, you, I have, before when you would take a walk with anybody, it was just okay, we just move aside or whatever or pass each other. Now it's like a hello so that it's, like, normal that I'm getting away from you. It's not that I think you're gross or that I'm racist or whatever. It's just kind of like an acknowledgement. I feel like now I've started waving at people on the street. Like, Like, I don't hate "Mm -hmm." you. I just also don't want to die. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, totally normal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what have you guys done for going outside, though? Have you guys changed up your –
2: I started running again, which I didn't, I, I started doing yoga a lot and then all the yoga studios closed. And so, um, (laughs) I started running again, but like, have you guys done the online workout classes? Salma and I were texting about I have, I've
1: been doing Barry and like he, Barry's classes, like they kick my ass and like majority of them are (laughs) no equipment. And like, I did one where it was like glutes and core and like, I can do glutes all day, every day you know but I had to stop it was a 20 minute workout after 14 minutes i was like excuse me (laughs) and it's convenient because it's like in my living room so I can like step away and not feel guilty but I was like this is a lot guys
3: Um, Mira and I just go outside more because we have a gym, but our gym is closed. So we've replaced the gym with going outside, but we're both work from home people. So we've actually always done the online classes. Like if it's like a rest day, it's like just stretching or like just different types of circuit training. And that's been great, but honestly, nothing different because I, I don't really go for walks with my neighbors. Like I,
2: yeah, that like was who never- was doing that before? None of you, none of you were doing that. Yeah. Right, right, right. But it
1: really is our parents' generation. And that's the other thing is, like, seeing, like, the tables turn. Like, my dad, my mom had to hide his keys so he wouldn't go outside. And then he was, like... Mind you, he got an email from like our his mosque being like, okay, just in what do you call it, an adherence to the lockdown and the COVID nineteen, we're shutting the you know the mosque down. My dad still insisted that he had to go check on the mosque, and I was like, Dad, are you the custodian? Are you like, are you the? Because if you are, I want to talk to your manager and wonder why you're still working and why you have to check up on it. And like to the point where like my mom and my sister had to drive him by. And like, my sister recorded it. She's like, Dad, are you happy? And he's like, no, I want to go inside. And I'm like... It's really sad. Like,
3: Our parents Wait, so, Mir did that. Because Mir has a... Like, he loves his mosque. He, it's, like, his... Literally his sanctuary. He loves it. And he was like, it's just such a big part of my heart and routine. And people that are routine, like, whether it's the sunset, like prayer that you're doing whatever it is or if you go all five times a day it's a disruption in your routine that it's like i lost my work i lost my yeah. gym and now i lost this so it's kind of like they're just so lost if he's it, it's not like he rallied and decided to have a joma prayer you know what i mean like Which people he went did by do that p- yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah I'm just, it's I'm a, like it's not just to a
3: get,
1: like religious their but heart, it's also like Oh wait, go ahead, Sarah. Sorry. I
3: just think it's a huge part of their heart. It's like an emotional thing. But yeah. if no harm was done, if you just went to go check up on it and came back, it's fine. Like, it, but I just it feel could like have been parents, worse, and it wasn't.
1: Yeah, no, I just feel like our parents are like turning the table on us because like it's like we have to stop our dad from sneaking out, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. what is happening? Yeah, and like I'm like I'm like calling them every day. I'm like, you're staying at home, right? You're staying at home, right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, But But, uh, my family lives in Florida, so they're not staying at home because I think they, like, just issued a stay-at-home order, like, right before we started recording. Um, But for the last week, it's been, like, my mom's, like, no, I have to go to work. And I'm, like, I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? And the other thing is that I saw this um, article about – I don't know how they did this, but basically they, like, tracked some people's phones that were – which is, like, kind of scary, but whatever – Um, that were in Miami for spring break. And it was just one beach, just one beach. It wasn't even South Beach, just one beach. And they saw like where the cell phones went after spring break. And it was literally all over the country. And like, I think like there were a bunch of people who just found out that they had it while they were at at spring break. So thanks, Florida. If you would have just closed the beaches, if you would have just closed the beaches, even if it would have been like, oh, you, the beaches are closed, but, like, you can still hang out at the pool in your, in your hotel, that would have helped it tremendously.
1: Yeah. I just feel like what's happening is, like, there's a demographic of Americans,
2: doesn't matter
1: who they are, what they do, that, unfortunately, it's part of our DNA as Americans to not be told what to do. And they just cannot handle that, the fact that, like, we're being told, like, okay, stay inside, stay put. And it's just, here's the thing. So it's from, this is from the CDC. 80% of the world's population can recover from this virus. It is the 20% that we are trying to protect. And the scary thing about that 20%, it could be your grandmother. It could be your parent. It could be your sibling now. It could be your child It could be you like yeah it could be your friend (laughs) yeah exactly like that's the thing it's like it could be like and that's a scary thing it's like you can be like i'm healthy i'm young i work out blah blah blah. i take care of my immune system you don't know like your lungs will fill up. like this virus is so discriminatory like non-discriminatory it's like not even funny how scary it is and why would you want to take the chance that you are part of that 20 percent
2: like is it is going? That's is like going my biggest. Really thing worth it. Like, it's still gonna be there in two months, and it's and, yeah. So, wait. So uh, let's
1: wrap up soon. But I just want to say, let's go around. How long do you think this realistically this uh, lockdown is gonna be? June first. I'll go first. I think it, it'll be till September at least.
2: Oh shit! Why? What? Okay. Why do you think that?
1: Um, because
3: I'm sorry. Let me interrupt. Till this passes humanity, or till or lockdown. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was just
2: like till it passes
3: humanity, or because t- it has to. No, no, because it has to. That's how Bill Gates yeah. says it. It has to pass through humanity. I think. So, I think,
1: uh, So here's here's why I say September for for two reasons: for it to pass through humanity, but also for so there's. I know Johnson and Johnson and I think another company have both said they're working on a vaccine, but it won't be ready till September. Now here's the problem with the human body, regardless, like if they find, if they find the vaccine right now and they inject it in a human being, you still have to wait 14 months for any preliminary symptoms or side effects to show up. So I think it honestly should be longer than September, but because like, Johnson Johnson is promising September for the, the vaccine to come out. I feel like that's probably like the earliest we should be out, you know? That's my, my theory and my opinion.
3: So, your question is how long is the. Oh, hello. I'm
1: sorry, are you <laughs> back? Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, your question is how long is quarantine Yeah, going how long to be?
1: do you think it's going to last?
3: Or is she, how long do you think it will last? think for this Okay, so here's another thing. Is I do not like lumping myself with the rest of the United States, even though California is a state. But obviously we started way earlier than everyone else. Yeah, did. I think that it's going to last till June 1st. And I'm speaking for like where I live, how this applies to me in being quarantined. I think... What it, about you?
2: I think it might be mid-June, and the only reason why I'm saying a little bit longer is because there have been people, like, I read this article about how it's really working, like, the quarantining and everything's worked really, really well in California, but in New York, people aren't really following it as strictly as everyone in LA is, and so it has exploded in New York. Still? Still, yes, and so... Absolutely still. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like, I, I saw these people... Who there was a medical like ship coming to the harbor to take care of people, and crowds of people went there to see the ship pull into the harbor. I was like, yeah. Like,
3: like it was a spectacle.
2: Carol, yeah. come look at this, literally. Literally. It was like, come look. So I was like, oh no, oh no. So this is the only reason why, is because like we haven't suspended travel. And so because of that, there are still people in the airport, whether it's one or two people, still, like, going around. And I think especially after, like, we, like we as in California, say that um, things are going to be a little more relaxed, people might start coming here again, thinking it's fine, and then it's not going to be fine. That's, that's the only reason why I think it might be a little yeah. bit longer than June 1st. But I do think June is, like, when things will start being, like, a little bit more normal. I think Florida is absolutely dicked, and they are going to be dicked until September. Like, absolutely. Because if you think about how quickly things happened in New York and L.A., it was literally, like, we had our first few cases, I think, like, March 9th. And now yeah. look where we're at, and, and specifically in those two cities. And so now it's like, well, what about all the other places that were a little bit behind us? Because they don't have enough travel like we do, um, like Seattle and California and, and uh, New York. And so I don't really know what's going, how long it's going to take for like, everyone else to figure it out. Did someone leave us again?
1: No, I did I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> I mean, the headshot's great.
1: And, and, I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's from my, it's my email. <laughs> when I send those casting directors. Um, I So here's the thing I'm scared about is the fact that like LA, cause, like LA has been, been heralded as like, okay, you guys did a really good job. Your numbers are really low. All this stuff. Like, I feel like it's going to make a lot of people overconfident. And then that's when the second wave will come. You know,
2: yeah, it's just we see happening.
1: Yeah. Um. Well. Well, that being said, uh. Okay. So for next week, we're gonna find like one positive story. So that's how we're gonna end it. But um, thank you guys for joining me again, Ariana and Tara. <laughs> for it was a pleasure. Two. Yeah. <laughs> like. Honestly, this is probably going to be like my guiding light through this whole pandemic. <laughs> I just can't believe it's just scary. Uh, what a difference, like even one month, because like this feels like the long March felt like ten. like somebody was like, just so you guys know, Shakira and JLo performed at the Super Bowl last month. And I was like,
2: I really felt this was 15 years ago.
3: So was <laughs> the last time I felt any happiness. <laughs>
2: Like, when we met for my yeah. birthday, that was literally th- – my birthday is March 7th. That was literally three weeks ago. That feels like eternity. Feel, yeah.
1: Like, it, it, yeah, it feels this like sense. literally –
2: She's now like, celebrating her 40th birthday. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm now <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like. It feels like so much has happened. Like, I feel like, like we're all, like, old and, like – But – I, w- I hope you guys stay safe. I hope you're wearing your masks and gloves outside. I know I have been. I look like a freak, but I'm like, I know people have passed me in LA. Cause I wear like the full Sub-Zero mask. I wear the gloves when I go to the grocery store. And like, I'm like, I don't care. Like you can make fun of me, but like I'd rather right. be overreacting because I don't have health insurance. And I- Take that glove hand,
3: hand, hand, hand and point like, at anybody that is not yeah. gloved and masked, like, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, I love you guys. Okay, bye. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. bye. bye.